Good afternoon and welcome to the happy half hour. I'm Lee Cuban, master certified life coach and weight loss coach. I'm Sandra Priestley. I'm a leadership coach for female entrepreneurs and I'm a feng shui practitioner. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? Happy Thursday. Uh, happy Thursday. I'm so good. Yes. So, or maybe, maybe it's that I'm half done this drink. I don't know. It's tasty. Oh, I haven't <laughs> had a sip of mine yet. Oh, I am drinking a Malibu sunset. Have you ever had one of these? I can't drink rum because it makes me mean. Oh, it gives me this weird, like, I don't know how to like, really? Yeah. And I was drinking a lot of the Malibu rum, um, years ago. And I was like, I would drink it. And then it was like, I don't feel right. Like something doesn't feel right. And so I, yeah, I just don't drink rum. It's weird because while I used to work in bars when I was like through university and stuff, and usually it's not rum that does this to people. Usually it's whiskey and you're the whiskey girl. I am the whiskey girl now. Usually it's whiskey and the full moon. So, well, and sometimes, (laughs) sometimes tequila will hit me wrong Mm. and it's not often, um, wow. Too much because, salad, maybe Lee. Maybe. <laughs> it's like you can't eat a salad and drink tequila. Like those two no, things do not. <laughs> I think they don't. They don't. They don't. It makes a person mean. And it <laughs> might. It might not be the tequila. Maybe, maybe it's the salad. <laughs> I'm pissed off because I want something fried. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, today. My nephew, what are you drinking? I'm going to tell you my nephew moved back. He's been on Australia. He's not my real nephew. He's adopted, but he was in Australia for, I think four or five years and he just came back. And so I made gumbo and he came over for gumbo because he loves aunt Lily's gumbo. And he brought me a bottle of Montepulciano, which is my favorite wine. It's not from Dukeman, but He always will bring me a bottle and I've been saving it. I'm like, oh, you should drink it today. And then I was like, but you're a badass and you drink whiskey now. And you do. And if I, when I open a bottle to drink, sometimes it goes bad because I'll have a glass Uh, of it. And then I put it over by the cabinet and then I don't get back to it till it's bad. And I thought I can't run a bottle of Montepulciano and I'm feeling, you know, that badassery still. And I'm trying to expand <laughs> my palate so that okay. one day I can pour a glass of, is it crown Royal? Yeah. And just sip it like a real badass. But for now I've got my little training wheels on. Okay. So I am back to the toasted caramel. Mm. So, um, Last time I had this on the show was Christmas time and I had it in hot chocolate. You can see that it hasn't been used too much. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's what I'm drinking today. I need to go whiskey shopping. I really, I say this every single time you say that you're going to, you're drinking some sort of cool, like, especially the peanut butter. I am like, man, I need to go get the peanut butter, the peanut butter whiskey. And then I do not, I forget. And then I end up having it on your list. You know, I got it's Yes. It's gotta be on my to-do list, my to buy list. Mm-hmm. For I sure. Wait. I'm thinking of going to like total wine. Um, I don't know if y'all have those there, but it's, it's like the mothership. 
<laughs> Anything that you could possibly need is at Total Wine and they're helpful. So you can go in there and say, I'm kind of looking for this. And they're like, oh, here's this. And here's, I mean, they're just, it's that kind of customer service oriented store, which I love because like, it just feels good to have people go help you, you know? I know. I, uh, one time I got a Facebook, I I mean, I have a lot of entrepreneurial friends um, on Facebook. And one time I got this Facebook friend request and this girl is a like, head distributor for alcohol for all of Alberta. Oh, I'm like, what? This is super cool. Yes. You need to message her and say, what should we be drinking on the happy half hour? Oh, I should. I will. I just need to figure out her name again, but there is, you know, what's cool is there is an actual app. This is not as good because I don't know what the app is called, but I'll find it. But she told me there's an app and you can go on to this app and just plug in the name of the whatever you want and up will pop all of the stores that carry it in Alberta. Oh, how I could, I could like peanut butter whiskey and it will all, they will all come up, but I can't, I got to remember her name first. (laughs) If you ask for it, it will come to you in the weirdest time. Just, that's true. I could do that. Just don't have any resistance yeah. to it. Go, oh yeah, I'll remember her name. And it, and then you'll yeah. go like, ah, there it is. I I will. I know. I will. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so what do yes. we want to talk about today? Oh, girl, my clients, my patients, like it has been so interesting to watch people shift and change you know, and, and it's, I see this, especially like with coaching clients, you see them change week to week. It's expected because they're being very deliberate about what they're wanting to create in their lives. And, they're, and they're very much aware. Oh right? yeah. Like, oh, it's, yeah. like, it's also like, cause, cause we're like programming yeah. ourselves and then uh, really, but like programming to be aware of all the subtleties, like all of the signs and all of the things that happen and the synchronicities and all the cool stuff. So it's like when you are paying attention to all of that, it's like they really see the up level. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Like all yes. the little things. Well, with my weight loss patients at work, um, I've really been in a box with, and it was a self-imposed box because the doctors that I work for are like, go do your thing. Like, just do Uh, what you do. Like, so there's never been any pressure or um, restrictions that they've placed. They're just like, go. But it's me that when I get an impulse to say something, I'll stop and go, well, how are they going to take it? Are they going to understand what I'm talking about? What's the best way to, I mean, and I'm, so I never say anything or, oh. <laughs> yeah. you know, and part of it is workly, like office workly is in a mode and mm-hmm. I'm very controlled and I'm very serious and really, I mean, it, it's just silly. So I'm coming out of that and understanding I work for people that will give me the freedom to be whatever whoever I am, I don't need, you know, but, um, 
So I've been saying things to people and you notice people, and I notice this, especially with my weight loss clients, um, that they, they have a story they tell and they oh. are living that story. So they're either, I work so much and all the pressure's on me and I'm stressed and I'm this, or my kids are this, or like they have this story and it comes out over a month. It, I can see mm-hmm. the pattern. But they're yeah. living that story because they're telling it so much that every area of their life is reflecting it back to them. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what I've started doing is asking them about the story that they're telling, not thinking of, they don't know that they're telling a story. They have no mm-hmm. clue that they're telling a story. So I've just started asking questions and asking, you know, what's this story about? And it throws them off because they're there, they think to talk about their weight, but their mm-hmm. weight's not really the issue. It's what they're thinking. And yeah. I'm planting these seeds because I don't know when I say something, if they're going to understand it or process it or what. Um, but that's not my job. My job is when I get the impulse to act on it and say something and they'll either hear me or it will plant a seed that will make them start thinking differently so that they can right. hear it when they really need it. And so that has been so fun. And some of these patients I'm friends with on Facebook and one of them, um, and I love her dearly. She's a coach and she's in her thirties and she is adorable. And um, she's desperately looking for a girlfriend. Okay. And she just doesn't feel worthy. She feels like she's fat and um, no one would love her. And I'm like, but you're the same person at this weight and this weight. And might I say, I think her top weight is in her, in the one fifties. Um, so, so we're talking 25 pounds and she's muscle. Oh yeah. And, but her personality is like, she's the sweetest, most fun, happy. And you would think she would just be full of confidence and just chill, but, but you know, she's still working on stuff just like the rest of us. Um, right. But anyway, see her post on Facebook and she has a dog, this adorable little dog that makes her bed every day. Okay. Like right. how cool, how cool what does she pay the dog in like milk bones? I don't know about like that would be worth it. How do you Who train your dog? dog? Make their bed, man. That's yes. awesome. So as I'm looking at her bed and her dog and I'm going, oh, how cute is that? I notice she has one nightstand. And I'm like, can I post this on her page? Like, honey, you need to get a second nightstand. I thought, no, I'm not going to like go public like with that. So she came in this week to weigh in and I saw her and I'm like, I'm supposed to tell you something. And she goes, happy anniversary. And I was like, because she was talking about me and Paul, are are we still do anniversary was this week? And yes. um, and I'm like, thank you, that was yesterday, but no, oh, I know what I was gonna tell you. I saw your room, the picture of your room. She said, What's wrong with my room? And mm-hmm. I said, You only have one nightstand. And she goes, Well, it's just me. And I said, But you don't want it to be. Like, this is the best story. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is, this is the best story because we have to, like, if we want 
to attract a relationship, we need to make room for one, right? Yeah. And how often would people say, well, it's just me. So why do I need two nightstands? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like uh, her, per- her response was perfect. And your response was perfect. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and, but that's what you think if you don't know. And, exactly. And I said, and I need to warn you, don't go get some cardboard piece of junk. Yeah nightstand to put on the other side. It doesn't need to match yours like matchy match. It needs to be the same stature so that you and your girlfriend are in that same level and you're not taking care of her and you don't attract some, you know, body that you've got to rescue or like you want that same. And she's like, huh. And I said, and you might think about getting a toothbrush. Yeah. For the bathroom. Not for herself, but for the, not for you partner. (laughs) And I said, in your closet, you need to clear out a section. I said, you've Mm -hmm. got to make room for someone to come in. I did not say feng shui. I did not bring that up. I don't know where she, and she would probably be fine with it and think it was very cool, but she, and it, but it got her little mind thinking. And one of her, her, I think it's her best friend. They work together and her best friend used to come and see me too. And she's like, I'm going to call her. And I said, yeah. And she's going to say, let's go shopping Mm because she wants her to find her love too. Right. You know, have you ever recommended, I have recommended this before that I I love, you know, um, is in the nightstand. I can't remember if, if I learned this from you or from a book or I don't know, but anyway, but in the nightstand that is you know, the potential partners mm-hmm. to have like a little box with char- like characteristics or traits of the person mm-hmm. that you want to attract. Mm-hmm. And it's like crazy cool. Even if it's just like, this is what I want. Not just like, I need a placeholder, like, you know, right. give me some sad old cardboard box, but it's like, yeah. this is what I want, you know, and open up to the possibility that there could be more too. I think sometimes like it depends on the person because I don't like to be too prescriptive and like, no. you know, kind of bottleneck the universe or the universe, but I like to be, you know, this or something better kind of a thing, mm-hmm. right? Like this, like, how much more it's the feeling of it that you want to feel absolutely because then it can come in in so many ways that are unexpected yeah. but when they show up you always recognize them oh like, yeah it's oh like, yeah or of course you. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh I love that so uh-huh. much so oh, I can't it's wait. Just, it's so cool it's so cool when you make these recommendations uh-huh. and then the person goes out Cause it, it takes them, like, I keep talking about this. It takes us out of what was yes. right. Like, oh, my shitty old relationship that didn't mm-hmm. end well. And blah, blah. I'm never going to ever find someone that's better. And that person was a piece of shit. And then it's like, so it takes us out of what was and right. also what is I'm so single. Yes. You know, like, or, you know, like this is never going to change. I, this just me. And it takes us into what else is possible. Mm-hmm. It's like not was and not what what is, but what could be. Yeah. And it's like, that's why I love feng shui so much. Like I really love it so much <laughs> because it's just like 
just elevates your mood. And it's like, when you think that there is no control over something, or you, you think that there's nothing you can do. Mm. There's always something you can put in your space to remind you of what you want to create. Yes. Like you always talk about that. Like what story are you telling? Mm -hmm. Well, and I always say your, your space speaks to your subconscious mind. So you want to know, you want that your space to tell. Yes. Cause your space story too. It tells a story, whether you want it to or not. So wouldn't you want it to be deliberate? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I, I really think of it in terms of like, I don't know, like, like your space and you exchanging energy all day long, every day. Right. Like, and, and it's like, you give energy to your space and your space gives energy to you. It's like so amazing. But even, you know, one of the coolest things ever I did, I did, uh, like a, on, on Fridays, I do feng shui Friday. And so I did this one. Um, I think it was in, in feng shui Friday. I also have a free, like a, a free email series that's called room for miracles. Mm. And so it might've been in there, but I talk about your nightstands and how the stuff that's in your nightstands is literally speaking to you when you sleep. Mm-hmm. And so all of these people, it is the craziest thing, but all of these people that are doing the room for miracles challenge is 27 days, like emails. And all of the people that are doing this are like, Oh, I sleep so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right. Cause you're not sleeping next to a garbage dump. Right. <laughs> like, I had you know, a, if you're stop- <laughs> yeah, I had a client one time and she couldn't sleep. And she's like, I like, I'm not sleeping. I've got to figure out like we got a new mattress and blah, blah, blah. Get to her house. Do you know what's under her bed? Oh, what? Taxes? Guns. Guns. (laughs) I mean, lined up under her bed. Now they were in, they were in cases, but she's like, we don't have any place to put them. So we just put them in cases under the bed. And I'm like, yeah, no, you can't sleep on top of that. No, and not like six of them. Wow. Wow. It might not have been six, but it seems like it was about six. It was a bunch. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. Things that we don't, we absorb that we just don't realize. Yeah. And it's all logical when you think about it, you know, it's, it's totally logical. Mm -hmm. What we see, we think, I mean, it's like, like everything, yeah. our subconscious mind is taking in, I don't remember how many, but like so many zillions, zillions of messages in every second. Mm-hmm. It is like, this would have been good to know the stats, but I, I'm not that girl. Anyway, one day I will, but it's zillions. <laughs> and if you think about it, we should be intentionally choosing some of those zillions, yes. you know, like yes. if we can create some of them, even just a yeah. tiny little bit, we, have to do all of them. And we don't have to no. capture all zillion, but yeah, you know, some but, of them, but if we could, God, how would that feel? No. <gasps> could you imagine? I mean, I think that's what it's like after we make our transition that mm. we, you know, that's kind of what mm. I imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How cool. 
I know sometimes like, you know, um, I look at the things in my space, like just the, my to-do list, even that I leave on the counter and, you know, people think, oh, well, I, I, I just put that away or I just put that to the side and they don't even see it. Bullshit. I'm seeing it constantly. My to-do list, even if it's on the side of the, of the fridge and I'm not paying attention necessarily to it. I know it's there. I know I put it there. Mm-hmm. I might forget it. <laughs> or block it like out my conscious my conscious mind or block mm-hmm. it out yeah but I know it's there yeah I know it's there it is there and it might just be in amongst the rest of the things that are giving me the other zillions of messages you know but it's not it's you're so right because one day you said to I think it was I don't think we were recording it but it was like you said we were talking about clutter And you said, sometimes people like they just get used to the clutter and it's like, they block it out, but what else are they blocking out in their life? Right. right? What else are they not paying attention to? Mm -hmm. Because what, like how we do one thing is how we do most. So everything out clutter, Mm -hmm. what else are we blocking? We're blocking out opportunities. Things are coming in that we're asking for, and we do not Mm -hmm. see them because we've got our blinders on. And we're not yeah. open. And that's so what true. happens. That is exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And we, yeah, we literally block out all of the opportunities and the magic. Oh, for sure. And we got a room for magic. Yes. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And since we have redone the house, um, the changes and, and we, we've, you know, we've got two more spaces, the, the health area and the family area that I need to finish, but those are going to be bigger projects, but the changes and the things that I'm becoming aware of, because I think it had been so long since we've changed. Well, we've changed a lot. We've changed the flooring. We painted cabinets, but it's all like, this is done one year. And then this is done one, you know, so it hasn't been a, just a gradual, but all of the paint has been the same for, I want to say nine years, eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, it is past, it was past due. And mm-hmm. I started to tune it out because I didn't like it. I mean, it wasn't yeah. horrible, but I knew it needed to be updated. And then I was like, you don't have time for that now. So I just began to ignore it. And, mm-hmm. and I noticed that in me, I was more closed off. I was more in my box. I wasn't mm-hmm. questioning things and, and like saying you have this impulse act. I wasn't doing Mm -hmm. that. And now I am. Well, and, and here's the thing is when our space stays stagnant, Mm. we stay stagnant in that energy. And even though in our minds, we think to ourselves, I want to do that. I want to take that leap. I want to evolve. I want to, it's like our space literally goes, wait a minute, but this is where you're comfy. Yes. This is what you know. <laughs> this is what you know. You don't and have then, time for that. Right. Now you can't do that. And then all of a sudden, when you shift the space and you repaint and you do all these things, it's like you have this new energy. Like I, I, I always talk about this is how I got to love feng shui from the time I was little because I would feel like shit, you know, my little like eight-year-old body, 
um, or mind and feel like shit. And then I remember so clearly, I remember me saying to him, can we shift my, can we redecorate my room, redecorate? And she's like, okay. So we went to the paint store and it was the seventies. So, you know, wallpaper. And so we found this wallpaper and it was, I will never forget it. It was the most transformative wallpaper and it was big ass purple, like deep purple flowers and big white flowers. And there was black in it too. I think that the black might've been in the background, Uh like the background. I don't think that there was black flowers. There might've been probably black centers. And my mom is like, this is pretty big. Like it was like, as the flowers are as big as my ass now, you know, like, like they were like, um, bigger than dinner plates. (laughs) And, and so she's like, well, this is pretty big. Okay. And so I chose dark purple, like the matching purple to the flowers. It was the biggest shift I had felt because up until this point, my room was like light pink. And I actually said to her, I hate pink now. Like I hate, you know, I'm the I'm the non-pink girl. So it was like, it was the, it was such a huge transformation. And the way that I felt was, I I remember it to this day. I don't even remember how old I was, but I I feel like I was around eight or nine. And it was the biggest shift I ever felt. I felt like I was on fire at the coolest fucking room in the world. Uh And I went to school like with this extra swagger. I'm telling you. Absolutely. And and I was a different, I feel like I was a different person, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think to our space too, like we have these, we have bamboo flooring, re-engineered bamboo flooring. And when we moved into this home, we walked in and there was a beautiful view of the lake. And there was like a beautiful, like, I don't know, we just love like walking up and then you could walk out onto the deck and you could open up the door from the bedroom, master bedroom onto the deck. And it was like, just amazing. Right. And then we moved in and I looked at the floor. I'm like, what the fuck? This floor is scratched to hell from the dogs. And that had been there. And uh-huh. we thought, well, you know, eventually we will upgrade the flooring because we didn't really love the bamboo flooring. 12 years later, we are still here. And oh, oh no, 14 years with the same bamboo flooring, but now it looks really nasty. And it's starting, you know, for the longest time, we were just kind of, um, you know, ignoring it. Mm-hmm. And then it became well, we got to do something with this flooring, but we also want to upgrade all of the, um, all of the uh, baseboards. And then if we do that, we have to upgrade all the trim and then we should get everything painted. And while we're at it, we should do kitchen counters, new covers, new countertops, and maybe new tile. And I wonder if we should remove this corner fireplace. It's in fame and reputation. It's okay, but it's, we don't like it. So maybe we'll put like a crystal one. All of a sudden it's like $150,000. That's why you do one thing a year. (laughs) We have to, because it's, Uh (laughs) you know, so much. And 
we were so busy too that I feel it was too like even just the idea of of taking our flooring redoing our flooring it was like we didn't have the time to do that you know now that I'm at home uh and working from home full-time it would be so much easier because I'm I'm at home like you know I can just have the people come in and Mm -hmm. hopefully I can go do my training videos when it's lunchtime or something you know but (laughs) but it's so I can't wait just like you had said like you know when you redo everything like how you you start to take more risks and you start to do other things. I, I yes. can't wait mm-hmm. for that to happen. So take, to see all the changes, just take a step. You don't have to do it all at once. Just mm-hmm. pick a thing and do it. And that will give you the, cause it's going to look badass. And then it'll give yeah. you the ability to move to the next thing and move. Yeah. Because trying to do it all at once, then you're, then you truly you're overwhelmed because there's so yeah. much change in every area of your life. And you're like, fuck. Well, and even, you know, actually I, I remember, um, you, I remember when in that course was, you were saying like sometimes when you make so many changes, mm-hmm. it's too overwhelming. Your whole life shifts so fast in so yes. many other areas that it's like, it's too much almost, yeah. you know, like it's, it's hard to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I could totally see. So yes, mm-hmm. you need to, I can live without baseboards and trim for a while, you know? <laughs> yeah. When we replaced the flooring, Paul was like, I'm not paying anyone to do the baseboards. I'm going to do the baseboards. And so we got the flooring put in and then we had no baseboards. And then I was noticing there were no baseboards. And then I was like, honey, when are you going to do the baseboards? (laughs) Oh, I'll get to them. Well, then it turned into, okay, you have a deadline now. I need the baseboards done by this day, Mm -hmm. period. They're not all done. And it's been three years. <laughs> well, yeah. And he does not this listen to this thing. show. I don't think <laughs> so. He'll never hear that. Hello, Paul. Yeah. But if you do hear this, honey, um, there are some baseboards in the bedroom and the bathroom that need to be finished. Let me get at it. Get at it. <laughs> and, um, and it's funny. Cause one day I was like, I'm just going to learn how to do it. I'm just going to Someone's going to teach me or I'll watch a YouTube video and then I'm, and I'm going to do them. And he's going, you would fuck them up. He did not say that. He did not say that, (laughs) but I could see the wheels, which made him jump on it. Cause he was like, yeah, she's going to go buy baseboards. She's going to cut them. They're going to be all jacked up. She's going to like have them nailed into the wall or something just put up there. And I'm going to have to fix them (laughs) and buy more. So I better just do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. We are out of time, girl. I don't know where 30 minutes oh. just went. I know. So fun. So much it's fun. just like, I know. I can't wait for Thursdays. I know. So and awesome. it's like, I'm going to have to go whiskey shopping this weekend. I think. Find some cool and let me know. Because 
I'm uh-huh. always so scared that I'm going to buy this like, huge bottle of whiskey. And I'm like, bean and butter whiskey is not good. We'll see if you can take <laughs> it before you buy it. Oh, that's a good idea. I wonder if they have tasters. So, oh, so good. and call up there and ask them when they're having a whiskey tasting. And if they don't have oh. one on the books, they should schedule one. I will suggest that. Say, cool. hey, here's a great idea. Great marketing idea. This is what they do in Texas. Yes. What's happening in Alberta here? Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, have a great week. Thank you so much, Sandra. This was amazing. And thank you guys for joining us. And we will see you next Thursday on the Happy Half Hour. Bye. Bye.